0: Hello, everyone,
1: and welcome to this week's material podcast. This is episode 128, which I was actually just thinking about while I was in very long traffic uh, about (laughs) how many shows or how many years that accounts to. I can't do the math. Because I am your first host, Florence Ion, who can't do math, but perhaps my other co-hosts can help me do the math (laughs) that I was trying to do earlier today.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm Russell Ivanovich, one of your other co-hosts, and I'm here to dispel the rumors that programmers are good at math because I'm terrible terrible at math. I mean, that's what calculators and Google are for. You don't actually need to be good at math unless – And it's called maths, by the way. That's the correct pronunciation. Um, Ha-ha, Americans. Unless, that is, you want to become a 3D games programmer and then apparently you need to know matrices and stuff, which I don't know anything about. Maybe Andy can help us, but I do remember one last point is that I remember the day I upgraded my computer to 128 megabytes of RAM. That, That was a good day.
2: Mm. And I am Andy Anatko. Happy show one zero 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 zero. I, I love these episodes that could be expressed as cleanly as a binary number, like as as you just flip one bit and that's the that's the show episode.
1: I don't. I'm trying to count all of those zeros in my head. I I just <laughs> is that real? Was that a real like translation? It's, or that's that's
2: two. That's two. Unless I unless I screwed it up, I think it's it is two to the eighth power. Wow. I know well, that and I and I I I will admit that I was like counting on my fingers, like, okay, so that's two, four, eight, sixteen, thirty-two, sixty-four, one twenty. Okay, got
1: it. Well, I appreciate you guys for that. I really do appreciate <laughs> it. Um I also appreciate that uh Russell was in the United States of America last week. Didn't tell anybody until I found him on Instagram, and then I forced him to hang out with me because that's precisely what happened last week.
0: USA! (laughs) USA! Am I allowed to do that as a foreigner? I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to start anyway. Yes, that's true. I was in um, San Francisco for some uh, business-related things over there. and Business. Business. I was there for the business. You have to tick that on your incoming arrival form, which is terrifying, by the way, because you're like, I don't know, am I here to see people? I don't know which one to tick. I always tick business, I guess. Uh,
1: Okay, really, but... You know what? You guys are, you guys ask a lot of questions. Well, not you specifically, but your queen does in yeah, England. I'll when you tell that. her that you are, when they say what's your occupation, you say, well, I'm a journalist. And they're like, oh, really?
2: <laughs> what are you here? Are you here for
1: holiday or are you here for work?
2: Oh, you, you are. OK, I can. I can, I got you both beat. I made the stupid mistake of applying for a Chinese visa and being honest about my occupation. I found out later that you don't want to tell the Chinese government that you're a visiting journalist because I I was told quite clearly by lots of people saying, oh, okay, well, you have to go with a burner
1: phone. You have to go with a burner phone because they will track you.
2: Wow. Yeah, and and things and things like a they might deny you if they're having a bad time with the United States they might just deny your visa on principle. If they do give you a visa, your name is definitely on a list. And if there was if if my hotel was like three or four blocks from Tiananmen Square, uh, and so had had I been making this trip like when the student uprising happened, if I happened to be in China and then the student uprising happened. I've I've told that in that case, what would happen is that uh, a representative of the Chinese government would have like appeared at my hotel door, held t- and saying that we're we're so concerned about your safety with all of these uprising people, we're going to escort you. We've got a limousine waiting for you. We're going to escort you right to the airport. You have to pack in the next twenty minutes, and we've got a first class flight on a Chinese airline because we we want we want to make sure you're safe and you don't see anything that's about to happen and that you're safe. And okay, with, okay. A, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a very worst case, I'll just with a very worst case being that let's say that there is a huge diplomatic incident, and let's say a Chinese spy gets captured by America, and China needs to have an American spy that they can trade for him, then I will also get visited by it. Was it
0: was scary? Right. It was scary, to, I, take, scary I take it all there, back, it Andy. To I, t- I take it all back. It's not that hard to get into San Francisco as a software developer, actually. <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: Sorry about that, Russell. <laughs> yeah, I could, uh, I, could see, I could see a trigger now. Uh,
0: two other things that I learned, by the way. So um, for those that are wondering, what the heck are they talking about? Um, I was away last week. Uh, Flo and Andy did a very admirable job of, of running the show. I listened to it on the plane. It was very good. Um, and former co-host Yasmeen actually invited us over to her house for uh, traditional American foods. So we had, we had burgers, <laughs> we had chili, which I learned is not here when we say chili, we mean the actual chilies with the chili flakes and stuff. But you guys have this weird, I don't know, no, sorry, not weird. Bean, it's like this this bean, meat sort of beans sauce, thing. Concoction. It was delicious, delicious, it's so, so good. And it's yes. so
1: good the second day. And then what you do is you yeah. kind of microwave it, you put some cheese on top, and then you put all that on top of chips, and then you make yourself like a little nacho plate.
0: I can see that. I can see it. It was delicious. I got to meet Float for the first time in person as well, which is pretty cool. I also discovered that Instagram has messaging. I felt really, I felt really, really really bad because Flo had messaged me on Instagram. I had no idea Instagram even had messaging. I just had a little badge on my thing and I'm like, what does this even mean? And then I found this message from Flo that was like two days old. I'm like, oh, this thing has messaging. What do you know? So, yeah, that, that was fun too.
1: And here I thought you were hiding. <laughs> It's <laughs> okay. I know. I'm a bit intense. I'm kind of intense in person, so I can understand why you would. You know, I,
0: I, like I should actually correct it. that. I did actually meet Flo in person one other time. I think she was in the reporter Google booth. I. At, Google, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, yeah. kind of waved Google and I'm I. like, hey, you're in a booth with fancy reporter people. Hi. Are we,
1: <laughs> are we fancy? <laughs> Is that <laughs> how you think of us? I appreciate that. <laughs> I really do, actually.
0: Well, I do you. feel like at Google I, there's there's <laughs> levels, right? So during the developer sessions, we developers are number one. You know, we get to sit down and we're like, yeah, we're number one. I feel like during the keynote, though, they do prioritize all the reporters. Like, you, you get the nice little things in the back. I know you got to take pictures. There's a reason. There's a reason.
1: You guys get to sit in front so Sundar can literally spit on you when he speaks. <laughs> and frankly, I would like that privilege, but I don't get that. I have to sit way in the back because I have to take mm. photos.
2: Or is it, do you think that we're fancy just because some of us are wearing brown crushed velvet uh, suits and are holding a single white lily in our hands because we want to contemplate the beauty of it?
1: That is Matthias Duarte, (laughs) to correct you there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I that didn't is, have, he does wear a velvet. I have seen him in a velvet jacket at Google I.O. Like designers, is,
0: man, designers. I, how, I Do
1: they, do I they even dress?
0: I don't, I don't know who dresses them or how they dress. It's, just, it's a mystery to me. I, I did learn one other thing in the U.S. So um, for those of you that live outside of the U.S., you know that pixel buds are insanely hard to find. In Australia, you literally cannot buy them. They're just they're available, quote, unquote, but they're not actually available. Um, I believe the situation is similar in Europe. In the U.S., I saw tons of them, and I don't know whether that's just a because I kept bumping into people from Google but they were just everywhere and every per- single person I asked, except for one, and see if you can guess, dear listener, who this one person was, every single person was like, yeah, they're okay but they're hard to pair and there's so many accidental taps when you thing, and it's constantly pausing my audio when I don't want it to pause my audio and it's playing sometimes in my pocket because something brushes against the stupid touchy thing. So I heard that from everybody, so not a good report, except for one person. Can you guys guess who the one person was who were like, they're amazing, these are the best things ever. Um I'm going to dangle them in front of your face, and you can't have them. Mm, I'm
2: going to guess Yasmin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ding ding ding! You are correct. Hey, Yasmin loves the know? Pixel Buds. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I kind of feel like you saw a lot of Pixel Buds because you were in the Bay Area, and I feel like this market is not a good test market for how the rest of the United States is doing. And to that, uh, to that end. So, Andy, admittedly, I've never been uh, to your fair city, uh, so I, I don't really know what the test market is like there, but I know that in New York City, I feel like that's also kind of an anomaly. I feel like where you really see what phones people are using is when you go to, like, the Houston airport, when you go to the Denver airport, when you go to, like, the Seattle airport even, even though that's kind of a techie place, but, like... I don't know. I feel like here you're every every other person is either driving a Tesla or like works at one of the top five companies. And I mean, it's like that in my own like social group. You know, I have a lot of friends who work for tech companies and who have, like, these things. But when I go visit, like, my family in Minnesota, they're like, what are you talking about?
0: Oh, Flo, <laughs> so, so many AirPods all over the street. And I'll tell you, those things don't look any more less dorky, sorry, than they did, like, a year ago. I can't get used to it. There's just people that just walk around with their, those white AirPods in their ear. I'm like, you know how you got toothbrush ends, like, sticking out of your they ears? Do, do you they look like that?
1: Q-tips. They, they look like Q-tips. They still do but, but least, and it's so like But at least like,
0: they function. That's true. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's true.
1: Wait, wait, wait. But come on, guys. The Pixel Buds, they do. They play music. Yeah, they like play music. Like you can hear through them. Sometimes even so, when you don't want
0: them to. You brush against them and they start playing you music.
1: See? It's helpful. it's <laughs> encouraging a, as you. As a
0: decorative item,
2: as, as a bookmark, that that cord makes a wonderful bookmark. <laughs> you could if you were if you were attacked by a chicken, say you could like garrot. I don't, I don't, know if that's pronounced wow. right. But you could like, strangle. You could strangle wow. like a small cat with it. Let's oh, say, don't do that, please. Or, or, oh. or please don't. Oh, Andy, yes, you sad. have to get dark I'm not, I'm not, I'm, not I, I'm trying to defend the Pixel Buds. I'm saying that there, it's for certain applications <laughs> other Very than listening spy. to music or talking to your phone. It does wonderful things.
1: <laughs> Subtext, do not. Try this at home, please. Yes,
0: definitely do not. Um, don't. We, <laughs> I just want. I just wanted to. It. I just wanted to let the listeners know <gasps> that I was out in the field doing research, and that that's what my research found. People don't like them. People in the Bay and area don't like them. And I appreciate
1: you doing the research that I did not bother doing. Yeah, because I haven't bothered doing any research on the Pixel Buds. I haven't written one story about it, uh, and I'm not. I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> quite honestly, I don't think I'm going to.
2: That's fair enough. I'll, I'll, that's fair I'll, enough. I'll write a story after the recall. Wow. Wow,
0: And he went there.
2: Um, Uh, No, it's it's fine. Okay. It's it's fine for uh, 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 Google, did something very, very smart culturally early on, which is to say, hey, if we don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the next time. We're not, you know, we're not a first ball, fast ball home run hitter. Apple is in a situation where if they screw up a release, Oh, my freaking God, because they've spent way too much time doing commercials in which they just focus on the color mauve to talk about the theory of mauve. So that here's why here's like why we mauve. decided it's I it's I the design, they, they have they've spent more, you can tell the designers who have the special eyeglasses that they designed themselves because they couldn't because lens crafters was not edgy enough for them. But yes, they, when they so when they let's say release an operating system that anybody can log into just by you know typing in the word root, that's a bit that's a more glaring issue.
0: You I, know, I was I did actually start a clock. It's right here to see how long it would be until we had a dig at our uh, Apple friends for for the root bug and the the reboot your phone bug. That was a fun one. Uh,
1: what, what did the clock yeah. come in at? By the way, what was that? Uh, uh, 13 minutes exactly. 13
0: the minutes? T- 11 minute mark. Oh, eleven minutes.
1: Okay. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, (laughs) my recording started earlier.
0: (laughs) It was a bit scary. Actually, I had I had a, a pixel with me. I had my iPhone as well. And just as I was getting on the plane, I started to hear a ton of reports from people basically saying, "Before you get off the plane, set your clock back." I'm like, "What?" And apparently there was some <laughs> notification bug that rebooted phones or whatever. That, that looked like fun for our friends on the other side. I will say we did get one other <laughs> bit of other listener side. feedback as well, speaking about headphones, is someone sent us the most amazing picture of an emperor penguin as spotted by um, Google Lens. And as long as you're not Paul driving. M. Demers.
2: Yep, Demers. I, Paul M. Demers.
0: Yeah, sorry, I, sorry, Paul, I'm, mis- I'm mispronouncing your name. I, be, I believe it's Demers. Um, Demers. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Paul. Um, so if, you, if you're not driving, Go, go tap on your show notes right now and, and check out this Emperor Penguin. It is magnificent. And it was on Paul's desk, obviously at work or at home or something. It's just unbelievable. I'm pretty sure Paul doesn't actually live at any one of the Poles, but there you go. There's an Emperor Penguin on his desk.
1: What, what is that, a 47-inch high penguin that I'm looking at?
0: Yeah, 120 centimeters yeah, for those that use the one true measurement giant. system. Yeah, it looks huge.
1: to be on a uh, – Wooden and it fits particle nicely board. into
0: a carrying
2: case as though yeah, they were exactly. a pair of headphones inside a case, a pair of white headphones inside a black
0: case.
1: Next to what appears to be part of a Roku remote. Yeah.
0: Oh, fly, good detective work.
1: Penguin is a penguin is a streamer. All Man. right. The penguin's got <laughs> a Hulu go. and a Netflix account.
2: Well, you know, that, that uh, I'm betting it's a male penguin because you know, it's the males that like uh, incubate the eggs. So he's probably like he's stuck there on the ice flow. Incubating so he's the got eggs. a binge he watch. So he's got exactly so what what better time to get through like Gilmore girls than than now?
1: Can I just tell you guys? I legitimately have a list of things I'm going to do while I am pregnant. <laughs> just well, to FYI, I legitimately have a list of like right shows. You no know, shows. I'm going to binge watch. Games. I'm going to finally finish. Like, I have this whole <laughs> list of just like things I'm going to do because like I can't drink alcohol. Like, I can't have fun. <laughs> so, I have to, so I have to like. I mean, okay. The, sorry. I I need to take that back. There are ways to have fun without alcohol. That's not even. But for me personally, a person who partakes in the drinking of wine, like the snobby Californian that she is, uh, you know, I really enjoy like my weekly or my weekly wine tastings with my husband. Okay, we have like a wine club or whatever. We try to be bourgeoisie once in a while here and there. Um, (laughs) Anyway, we're supporting local economy, first of all. Second of all, I'm not going to be able to drink any of those for nine months. And, right. and change. So I have to... Did, did I, I miss gonna, I
0: have... Are you pregnant, Flo? Do we Do we no, bury the lead no, here somewhere? No, 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 no. I no, just, I just no, talk I, about I, it. I, 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 just I get talk it. About you're,
2: you're, you're basically... Because if, if and when that blessed event yes. happens, you'll have... have a, a, you'll, you'll have to fill... Also, you'll have the double responsibility because, number one, you'll have some time that you can't do the things that you want to do. But also, you know that when the baby comes, you will not have time to read books. You will not have time to play games. To
1: finish Super Mario 64 and get absolutely all of the stars, which I have never done in my life. (laughs) So anyway, yes, there's a whole list out there just speaking. I understand that Emperor Penguin, he and I are on the same wavelength. (laughs) (laughs)
2: i no i i i bought the entire first two seasons of the wire like used dirt cheap i have not watched any of them because once every two (sighs) or three years i get a cold that like lays me out for three or four days and so i'm going to use like the the two i'm feeling kind of sick i bet if i just lay low for a couple days it'll go away days the one day in which i am unconscious for 28 hours of course that's a wash but then there's going to be the i'm recovering in bed and sick and then the last day of i'm recovering I'm, i feel okay but i bet i'm communicable that's going to be like four days in which i can finally watch the wire so i'm you just can't waiting watch it for sick
1: though andy you have to watch it fully cognizant because it's one of those shows where you have to like uh. you have to watch it with subtitles you have to really like understand <laughs> the dialogue to really get like the nuance of what's going on it is It is a show to be studied. And let me know when you start watching it. I can send you the book.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Would you say, Flo, that possibly it's a show that's better watched on two screens? Dual screen experience.
1: Well, not on the Axon M that I have in hand uh, what? from ZTE what a segue. because uh, so I got this ZTE Axon M from ZTE. They've so kindly uh, loaned me a review unit, and um, I'm going to be playing around with it for uh, all about Android because we do reviews on the show, and I was really looking forward to kind of using it the next like two weeks or so. But I got it and. Where did I put it? Hold on, I put it in here. I should have should have prepared, but uh, you know it's a thing. Uh, let's <laughs> see if this if you can see this if it didn't die overnight. Okay, so what we have here is an Axon M. So we've got two screens. Ooh, it's like you're holding two, phones glued, two phones glued together. It does look like two phones glued together, by yes. the way. Uh, and oh, and oh, on the back check is check out check wow. out these. This is like.
0: What is that? Like some kind of locking mechanism, or it's
1: like a magnet.
0: Um. I mean, it, look, it, it looks. I mean, you're
2: holding it, and it looks like it has no. It, it, you can see the seam between the two, but it's not flopping around as though there's a hinge between the two. It looks like you've got a like a big saltine of, of OLED.
1: Uh, that sounds delicious right now. Actually, I love saltines. Just on that note, it's just a thing I actually like to snack on. So, what's well, really be- fun? Better, better get
2: your fill before you get pregnant, because oh, you know what they say about saltines <laughs> and pregnancy.
1: Too much salt can
2: think I don't, I don't, I don't know that they've said anything about that. No, they haven't said anything. It um, can't be anything that's great.
1: I'm trying to find. Okay. Ooh, it's so gross. So you can do two different instances of the same screen. So let's see. I want to show this to you guys. Let me see if I can do this.
0: Oh. It's funny because when I saw uh, screenshots of like this phone and reviews and stuff, I'm thinking, are these people like having a laugh? Did someone actually just stick two phones next to each other and take a picture? But it's All it's right. a phone that folds out into two screens. Very interesting. It's Whoa! Very it's now a tablet. Okay.
1: Is it? It's too bright. I know. I'm taking forever on this. Here we go. Can you guys see? Yeah. this Color difference.
2: Can okay, so, now it's, so this now it's a side double-wide is screen with a big black bar in the middle of them with the, where the hinges.
1: And one side is yellow and one side is white. Why? Cute. <laughs> but the two screens the um, in person, you can see it. see it. But the two screens, like one of them is slightly more yellow than the other. Yep. Yeah, and it's the second screen that's more yellow than the other. I wish you guys could see this. I don't know. I feel like it's so subtle. Can you see it at all on the webcam?
0: No, the, the webcam's not doing <laughs> not it. Not really, but... The we, webcam's we, we, not doing we tr- it. We trust you. We believe you. Ugh, it's... It's I get the impression you don't like it, Flo. Is that, is that the impression I'm getting?
1: It's just uh, I know that Android Authorities review unit had the same problem because um, I've been working at their loft and I was kind of playing around with their review unit. So I've asked for a replacement, so I'll wait for that. I mean, I haven't used the phone at all, but I did – I was very disappointed last night to find that Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, which I've been like nonstop playing, (laughs) does not work on the big screen mode. And that's the thing I was really looking forward to on the big screen mode, because what happens is you can do that uh, extended mode to where you see it's extended into the next screen. I and I was hoping that I could do that with Animal Crossing so I could have, like, this giant, nearly seven-inch display area to, like, walk around my little pocket camp and, you know, like, place couches and stuff around. But um, that's not happening. That It's not compatible. It's not made for this sort of use. So...
2: That's uh, uh, it's yeah I mean and so I saw earlier when you were opening you had I think you had this a settings page open uh, like and there seemed to be like a brightness control was the brightness control spanning both screens and what happens when you bump (laughs) over the when you bump over the hinge
1: it goes it it still registers it so the hinge. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there's like a tiny bit of bezel. There's a tiny bit of bezel between the end, the edge of the chassis and the display. But your finger still tracks over to the other side. You just have to keep on tracking it. But look, you can kind of see the way. Can you see the way? <laughs> I keep touching the screen by accident. Look at the three.
0: Oh I see so flow showing us the lock screen of Android and the the time that normally goes in the center is actually over the two screens which looks really weird it's like half of it's on one side the other half's on the other
2: so so the so the rightmost pixel of the rights of the left yeah. screen and the leftmost pixel of the right screen are misaligned and, it's not, and it, does, it doesn't account for the gap, so it looks like you've sliced the screen in yeah, half the and pulled it a bit. tiny bit of a the bit.
1: four, like the edge, very... It's a
2: little bit too high. Yeah.
0: That's so funny.
2: That's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a definite... It's it's like you you I could imagine this being a cool idea if you execute. It's, I, I, I wish I could do a Tim Gunn impression because the things he says, like in the workroom, where he says that, wait, where it's clear he thinks that this is not a great idea, but it's not bad enough to to, to warn them off. Say okay, but you realize if you do that, your the execution must be flawless, and so the execution seems somewhat south of flawless.
1: Well, you know, flawed,
2: if not (laughs) flawful,
1: just like just like Google's Pixel Buds. So did ZTE skip a few steps stones when it was skipping across the lake. Um, I lost that metaphor there. But really, that is to say, I like the idea. I want to get another unit in. I want to really use this thing for video and see because I really I got to say, I miss snapping a phone. Open and closed. This yeah. is so Wait, much fun. T- Please
0: tell me you can hang up calls like that. Can you snap them closed?
1: No. Oh my oh. gosh. Do you remember the satisfying? Yes. Just like I was like, "Good day." Like good I've been, I've day. Been, I've,
2: been, <laughs> I, I've been going through a, 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 like a, about like over ten years ago. Like I was in the habit of every time, like my TiVo or my DVR later on, like got full ah, up, and there was TiVo. stuff that there's, and I know, and there was stuff that I wanted to keep. I would like I had a DVD burner like connected to it, and so I just I accumulated like like a couple, <laughs> t- yeah, exactly. Two. I, I, that was another one of those. Oh, I don't want to send this back because I like re- I don't want to record things on tape anymore. I want to save things. But the but the win is that I wound up with like. Two or three, like 100 DVD spindles of just like the little, literally, I would just label them random TV and then a number after them, Uh, and so. But the but the these so basically, this is like TV that aired in like 2005, 2006. With every TV show, they're talking into a super expensive flip phone. And they're always ending a call by snap and then turning and leaving and leaving the scene. Hold,
1: hold on. I'm stuck on the fact that you have archival footage from 2006 that you are not sharing with the Internet. Because do you know that what the market there is right now for nostalgia TV? Uh, we've been doing nostalgia 90s. Somebody's got to hit that early aughts market. And Andy, I oh. think this is your chance. <laughs>
2: Maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> not, because you know I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching a, a, an original episode of MythBusters, and I'm enjoying it. And then I there's a commercial break in which there's a commercial for Subway featuring featuring Jared, oh. <laughs> followed oh, by a pr- followed by a promo for an upcoming airing of The Usual Suspects featuring Kevin Spacey, and I'm like, oh. I feel like Marty and Back to the Future, where you have no idea, like how how interesting the word the the name Ronald Reagan is for someone who time traveled from 1985 back to the 1950s. You have no Andy from 2006. You're gonna find this hysterically funny slash sad slash horrifying. And I if I told you the reasons why, you would think I was just messing with you. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, I actually it was worse than that. It was Project Runway. And so at the end of the show, it's like produced by <laughs> produced by uh Miramax and Harvey Weinstein. Oh. So it's like, oh. I don't know how it. T- happy 2017, everybody. Happy <laughs> this 2017. Is what life is like.
1: <laughs> uh you know what I'm happy about is our first sponsor of today's episode.
0: Yay, sponsors.
1: Russell, what do you know about our first sponsor today?
0: Uh, I've been doing some reading about this company. They're a brand new... No, they're not, actually. They're, they've been around for a while. We actually use them here um, for all our Pocket Cast infrastructure and other stuff we do. It is Linode, returning sponsor hey, number Linode. one. Uh, Linode has fast and powerful hosting options that you can get set up in just shouldn't, seconds. Shouldn't,
2: at this point, shouldn't, I'm sorry to interrupt, but shouldn't we like, be buying them like a basket of cheeses, like for holiday cheeses, just because they're such a great supporter of this show. I, I feel like cheeses or mini muffins or like the, the, one of those... Tins that has like three sections of gourmet popcorns. I feel I feel like we should send them something.
0: We we definitely should. Even if it's just a holiday's greetings card. Thanks so much. In fact, I reckon I reckon there's a way for our listeners to help them out. Right at the bottom of this this ad read, if you can hold on. I'm Uh, sorry, interrupted. (laughs) That's quite all right. Linode has fast and powerful hosting options. Let you get let you get set up in just seconds. Uh, Their tools are easy to understand. You know, you can pick the Linux distro that you want, where you want it to go. Uh, all that sort of thing. They plan start at just five dollars a month for a Linux server with one gigabyte of RAM in their Linode cloud. Now you might be thinking, what kind of stuff can I do with this? Well, you can host large databases like we do here. Um, you can run mail servers. You can run private Git servers, something we do here as well. Um, you can operate powerful applications. So much more. Anything that you think, ah, oh, if I had a server in the cloud, what could I do with it? Um, Linode t- t- take care of it for you with ninety-nine point nine percent uptime. So if you're a listener of the show and you're like, how can I help? You know, re- re- Material and Relay FM, or how can I just find out more about Linode, uh, you want to go to linode.com, L-I-N-O-D-E.com slash material and you'll not only be supporting us but you get $20 towards your first Linode plan and that comes with a seven-day money-back guarantee as well. So linode.com slash material to learn more, sign up and take advantage of that $20 credit or use the promo code material2017 at checkout. And again, like Andy said, we want to thank Linode for supporting the show. They've been a long-time supporter and we really appreciate it.
2: I I I'm, I'm kind of serious about the gourmet popcorn thing. I bet that I bet they enjoy popcorn. We can afford it. Actually with the three sections, it's like each one of us is giving them a different popcorn. Like I'm giving the caramel, like Russell's giving the cheese, you know, Flo's giving like the normal, sensible kind.
1: Um, excuse me, but I would like to be the cheese.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'd like to pass on like the, the cheese. cheese giver. I, don't, I, I don't think popcorn <laughs> and cheese. Go together. I'm sure you can. Oh, you're wrong but. about
1: that. Oh. Um, you know what does go together is Android 8.1 and phones uh, because now Android 8.1 is released. It was released this week, the week that we are recording this podcast. Um, The source code is now available on the Android open source project. The update will roll out to the Pixel and supported Nexus devices next week. And those Nexus devices include the Nexus 6P and 5X. For those of you still holding out on the original, the OG Nexus brand, may you forever carry the flag (laughs) of what was once the great phone of Google. Uh, now and, c-
2: and congratulations to both you six P and five X owners for avoiding the bootloading the bootlock problem. So. That is that a good point. Been,
0: the herd has been thinned out, let's say, <laughs>
2: just,
0: by, by natural flow. I did, I did actually meet two six P owners just just last week. Flo. I believe you might oh, even yeah. know one of them. My yeah. husband
1: being one of them, um, <laughs> the, the and, bra- and Yasmin's husband.
0: I know. Wait what is it with husbands? Stupid.
1: And they didn't. And neither of them want to update to the Pixel, no. which is just boggles my mind. So it's I don't like, know I think what we're going to. At least there. one of
0: them or both of them have actually replaced the batteries in their six Ps. That's how loyal they are to these devices. They're like, I don't care if the battery yep. dies. I just buy another one that's what i have yeah. like amazon or ebay or whatever for like i'm like all right good luck to you still gone
1: well they're getting 8.1 so i suppose i can't really give them much gruff yet i will definitely start when the security updates start start stop coming though <laughs> that's for sure um bunch of people are pegging this as mostly like a developer oriented release um the list of new features kind of points it that way I mean, we see that Android Go is a really big part of this release, which uh, is finally happening. So it's finally happening for, I want to say, emerging markets where this thing is going to sort of really flourish. um, Though I'm very curious to use an Android Go phone myself. Um, There's also 8.1 is Also featuring the neural networks API, which was another thing that Google's really been touting this year and sort of like teaching us about getting us to understand. Um, And also there's autofill improvements, which, I mean, I guess on the consumer side, that's going to make us happy about that. And I will say that just yesterday I was thinking about how thankful I am for the autofill because I had to tell you guys, setting up a new phone with all that autofill just kind of already connected to my username (laughs) It made my life so much easier on the Axon M last night. So that was that. Um, the neural networks API. So I kind of I want to touch on that really quickly. Um, so it is hardware accelerated on the Pixel 2 via the Pixel Visual Core system on a chip, which now it's turned on for third parties. Uh, so it's not just for HDR+. Plus. So it's kind of good to know, like if you're going to jump into Snapchat, I heard that Snapchat updated it already to feature it. I got a couple of snaps from uh, some people that I snap with about this fact, about how apparently it looks a lot better. Um, But I don't know. That's just – it's very anecdotal. (laughs) I I can't really (laughs) speak to that. Um, But I don't know. What do you guys think about, like – this pixel visual core like i feel like of the things that came with 8.1 this is a thing that is sort of really really making me giddy the
2: most yeah, because there there are two buzzwords that I'm both sick and tired of hearing of, but can't stop being excited about. One is augmented reality. The other is neural networks and machine learning. Yeah, uh, and so, so much is so much is going to be delivered in future releases. They've they've already announced that they have a, a essentially a uh, what you could think of as a, as a player, a mobile optimized player for already built uh, neural nets, neural models. So it's not we're so yes, we're talking about. A better ability to make sure that the cat ears are placed correctly on your head mm-hmm. when you when you when you're in Snapchat, but we're also we're also th- talking about things like learning like a navigation app, learning like where you tend to go. That this was this was yes, you d- you don't tend to go to your doctor's office very often, but nonetheless because nonetheless it is an important place for where you yeah. go, and also here is how you tend to drive to get there. So it's it's one of those things where like it is a developer oriented sort of feature in that developers have to figure out how they want to take advantage of it but a year from now it's going to be the reason why you figure out why do I why is it that I can't remember the last time I had to I had to really configure an app to do something. It just sort of figured out what I want to do, and I was able to simply simply take a picture or hold a, hold a picture of a shopping list, and it recognized stuff that was already on my Amazon wish list, and told me that oh, by the way, you've you've been buying you've been buying this two or three times. Do you want to do this, that, the other. So it's it's hard to it's it's hard to contain your excitement
0: because the possibilities. It's like where where does it end? Yeah, definitely. I mean, this this feels like one of those slow burn things that over time. Um, will become really important. Like you you can do a lot of this processing on the actual CPU of the device, but it takes forever and it makes your device hot and it runs your battery down. And the thing that's why a lot of developers avoid it, right? You can show off cool demos and stuff, but if if they take forever to run and your phone melts kind of running them, then what's the point? But if you've got this uh, visual core sort of built in and you can do really fast sort of machine learning computations on there, then potentially you could do some really cool things. I, I kind of think of it, Like, you remember the times when phones first started getting gyros and GPS sensors and Mm -hmm. even cameras? There was a time when phones had, like, terrible cameras and literally all you could use them for is... VGA. VGA, (laughs) snapping a photo that maybe that was you in the photo. Who could really tell? But now we use cameras for, like, everything. You know, we scan QR codes, we scan documents, we do, you know, augmented reality stuff with the cameras looking out. We scan old
1: photos and fix them in apps. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. We do all that stuff. And I I feel like this is going to enable that kind of thing maybe, but maybe you know, two or three years down the track. I can't see a lot of developers going out of their way just to make stuff that runs on the Pixel for now. But when this becomes more widespread, I can definitely sort of see that taking off. And for those of you that wonder how do you build all this stuff, um, TensorFlow is Google's sort of machine learning fancy um, place where you build all the models and you run them and stuff. So there's there's a version of that called TensorFlow Lite which now actually runs right there on your phone, and that, that's a big deal—not having to go after some massive cloud infrastructure to to run all this stuff. If you can run it locally on device, then you could do some really cool things. And I, I guess the the first really simple example we've seen of that is for those of you that own the Pixel Two, and you kind yeah. of leave it on the desk, and some music starts playing, and your phone's like, "Hey, yeah. this is that music." I was just and at first, of that. yeah, at first you might not be that impressed. You're like, "Oh, whatever," like Shazam can do that. But Shazam does that by sending that. audio back to the Shazam server and you know wasting a whole bunch of battery and and bandwidth this Pixel thing runs entirely on your device based on a machine learning model that's loaded into your device and you can actually run it in airplane mode which is I mean that's just that's just really cool.
1: Yeah but it uh, it doesn't understand club music very well (laughs) as I found out this weekend because that's what I listen to when I'm cleaning the house but that's beside the point (laughs)
2: <laughs> well maybe, maybe you just ask Google assistant if you just say uns 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 yeah it'll exactly. it <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: yeah I was gonna I was gonna point to that same example as you Russell is the now playing example and the fact that like all of this is compacted into a really small file size too well relatively speaking um compared to the storage that we have on our phones these days because I mean, what, I have 64 gigs in my back pocket. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. Um, the Android 8.1 release had a couple of other little tidbits here and there too. Um, so we were, we already mentioned the improvements to autofill, but there were also some improvements to notifications, um, where apps can only make an alert sound once per second, so they're they're not just like blaring at yep. you constantly. I've which... I've, had
2: hap- I've had that happen. I've had that happen where I turn my I, 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 my phone battery died down and I turn it back on mm-hmm. again after a day, and so it's like bling 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 bling. Every and and message, all
1: the, the Slack me, messages there. are just like yeah. shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Ah, you just yeah, run and away you're from the and, house. and then you just have because you have a heart attack because it's like PTSD. Yeah. This stuff is just not.
2: Oh my god! Have nuclear missiles been sent? in? is everybody I know telling me that they love me? <laughs> like no, no, they're not. They're they didn't even
0: think about you. They just let you die. <laughs> the other the <laughs> other big focus of um, eight point one seems to be around memory management. So. Uh, trying to get Android onto all these um, lower-end Go devices. seems to be a ton of work done, like if the phone has low memory, you know, do this, and a a ton of memory optimizations to make everything fit into a a small amount of memory. And I guess the surprising thing for me is I guess memory must still be expensive. Like if Google's gone to that level of optimization for it, it must mean that, you know, putting more memory into these phones is is an expensive proposition or maybe it's hard to source. And so you can make these entry-level phones with much lower amounts of RAM and, and kind of get away with it with this new version of Android.
1: Is that why... Is that why, or is it because I wonder if it's because we wanna be able like I could see this being used to recycle phones. Um, I could see this being used for make, make old
2: phones and make make them still old phones
1: useful. yeah, I could and I imagine I mean, I have not been to uh any of the markets where this is going to really be advertised, but i I imagine that you know. New phones aren't as often as the phone that you already have. So I just imagine this being the kind of thing that like maybe one I don't know. I I just think about that and boy, wouldn't that be great though, if we just started reusing phones. That's that's a Linux (laughs) dream, isn't it? it. Take all
0: your computers and install Linux on them.
1: I mean, could you imagine if Android solved that problem?
2: Especially when the source code, like for Android Go, is on, it's, it must be available right now. So you have people who are going to say, "I'm going to build a version of this for the uh, for the for the Nexus Three, let's say, and I'm going to do it for the Samsung for early like Samsung Galaxy phones, which a are still in the channel in certain places, uh, and also there are people who have probably been limping along with like an old probably still running like Android I Five. I saw someone it's the last today version. with
1: an with an Android two. Point three interface right. on Bart like this was a couple of hours ago.
2: <laughs> yeah, I see a lot of people are running people are running gingerbread. The people who have a, a phone that will access the place tour so it can still sort of limp along but it's not been getting like the security updates that it desperately needs. It's just a miracle that it seems it seems like such a gift that if uh, you, you you can have this ancient phone that somehow you've never dropped in the toilet, somehow you've never smashed the screen for whatever reason You've just never thought about, or you don't have the resources to buy a new phone, but now you can be running the very latest version to. of Android. Yeah, exactly. There, they are people like that. There are people who have my my dad. He was clinging on to his flip phone for years and <laughs> years and years. When he when his flip phone finally died and was gonna this was a, a, a few years ago, uh, and so uh, he's. I say, well, I was. I, I try to sneak upgrades into my parents. And so, I was like all oh, I have I have my old iPhone, and I could just pop the sim out of your old phone and put it into this you know while you're waiting or while you're trying to pick out a new phone, and he wanted nothing to do with it. He wanted a flip phone that does essentially nothing. So, so they're they're people who are happy with what they've got and they don't they don't feel like they need something new. But and again, in a in a world in which most of the phones they see advertised on buses cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars. They don't they don't necessarily know about Motorola that sells really good $130 phones. And maybe for that, even for that, $130 is more than they want to spend on a phone or can spend on a phone. I just think it's a wonderful thing that Google is saying we have intentionally made an operating system for dirt cheap phones that can for the run on old hardware, or will run on brand new. I think their most their their big target is brand new phones. that are designed for certain markets where there just is no market for super expensive phones uh, to begin with. But who cares the if it fits in with their business plan? I think this is good for all consumers. There's there's some there's some other cool features that you, uh, pick, I've been picking up here and there. Uh, on 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 my uh, iPhone, I'm used to uh, it telling me in the status bar what the battery charge of my headphones are. Uh, that feature is now finally coming through the Bluetooth features of Android and 8.1. Uh, it doesn't yet uh, appear in your in your status bar, but now at least the system is able to read the battery signal that's coming through the Bluetooth signal. Uh, I think that I've, I haven't seen it, but I've uh, I've read that. Uh, in eight point one, you can see it in settings when you when you do Bluetooth settings, it will tell you the the charge state of. Uh, remember that recently that there was a problem with screen burn in on some of the Samsung Galaxy Note phones. Uh, now they've done something in the in the actual OS, they've done something so that there are certain areas of the OS, like in settings and like in the Maps uh, uh, Maps app, where the status bar and the the, the always on like uh, app bars will. Inverse just to give those pixels a little bit of a rest from time to time. Uh and yes, we will get the new beer and the new cheeseburger emoji. So that our long for some reason, oh, our long the national nightmare is over. Oh, it's not a national
1: nightmare. We forgot all the nightmares I <laughs> forget the in floating phone and
0: the beer. Oh, what an issue. What an issue.
1: Yay. Um, so okay, you maybe you want to know when are you gonna get this? Uh, well gotta still wait for Google to push out all the update files, but you can get it by flashing a system image, which will do a full wipe on your phone, FYI, for those of you who do not, who have not done that before, um, or flashing an over-the-air image uh, for an in-place upgrade, or you can just mash the update button in the settings panel until hopefully it comes, or, and this is one that I like to do, I like to set out my crystals in a certain order. Um, I make sure to Mm -hmm. put them by the windowsill so that the moon touches them. And I pray they get charged. Which which Uh, end do you have? Do we go
0: like north or south or are we talking east or west? Like what what corner should we be putting these crystals in?
1: Oh, shoot. That's a good question. I don't know. I just put it at the windowsill and then I put my phone in the middle and oh. I go, just work. I don't know. I I'm Is that to why I saw
0: all those dogs protests. walking backwards? <laughs> it's I, my fault. I got to tell you, Andy and Flo, I got the update this morning. So I think I must you have picked did? the right window. yeah. Or maybe maybe we get a different type of sun here in the Australian summer or something that you're not getting or I don't know. There's something going well, on. Well,
1: it's also you are in the future technically and Google like creates the future. So by proxy, the future would have already arrived to you before it arrives to me, although I guess technically it would arrive to Andy first
2: hmm Hmm. i'm gonna gonna make i'm gonna suggest something (laughs) semi-seriously wouldn't it be wouldn't it be interesting if if i were in charge of writing uh, writing the code that decides where these things get rolled out i would basically every time you connect to like the an actual google campus wi-fi network it basically flips a flag that says that By the way, this is clearly somebody that we know or works here, so put them at the top of the list. So I don't know, I, I'm not suggesting that's what's happening, but I'm saying that, that wouldn't that be an interesting way to... So you're to saying
1: I should go drive around Mountain View and <laughs> with
2: see your phone if out I can the get my update. Yeah, them.
1: just with my phone out the window. Actually,
2: I, I, <laughs> I, think, I, I think you should because they give away free burritos, I'm told, and free coffee and They free do, if you can snacks. get in though,
1: but I, uh, I don't have any friends at that campus. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just so. force your friends
0: from the other campus to come down there. It's, it's that simple. <laughs> uh, f- I, I will tell friend. you, I, I do actually have the inside info on how this actually works. So every time you go to that check update screen, um, already uh, ahead of time, like way before, your phone's already been assigned a certain identifier and you belong to a certain group. And it really, honestly, it doesn't matter how many times you go to that update screen, even the crystals are not going to help you. Once you've been assigned to a group, that's it. You're just in that group. And when that group gets flagged for you get the update, that's when it goes out, which I find insanely frustrating because there's no way to find out which group you're in. There's no way to find out how late you'll get it. There's no way to move yourself up the queue or whatever. It's like boarding a flight and
1: not knowing which… But, seating area. You I mean, to.
0: there is something maybe calming about knowing that there's literally nothing you can do about it. You just have to let it wash over you when, when it's time.
1: It's a life lesson that Google is giving you. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: and on that note, I know that our next sponsor could also give us some life lessons about how to put up a website on the internet.
0: Yeah, if you want to make a website where you're like, I'm really angry at Google and they should give me the updates now, and you're thinking, wait a minute, but I, I can't code. I don't don't know how to make a website. It's too hard. Well, this episode of Material is brought to you by Squarespace and if you enter the offer code material into this website that you're making, uh, at checkout you get 10% off your first purchase. So Squarespace lets you easily create websites for your next idea with a unique domain name, award-winning templates and more. Uh, maybe you want to create an online store, a portfolio, a blog. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that should do just that. There's no patches to install, uh, no upgrades to worry about. Squarespace uh, covers all of that. They have award-winning 24-7 customer support if you need help and they let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name. Um, I'd suggest maybe give me my damn updates, Google googlerightnow.com because I reckon that's probably available. It's nice and long. Uh, everyone will remember that. It's so easy to type in. Uh, like I said, a award-winning templates, you'll be able to make this angry you know, at Google site really, really beautiful. So their plan started at just $12 a month. Uh, You can start a trial today with no credit card at all by going to squarespace.com. And when you decide to sign up, you use the offer code material, like I keep saying, to get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for this show. So we want to thank Squarespace for their support. Squarespace, make your next move. Make your next website. Yay. Now, uh, you know that Jeff Bezos of Amazon has his own like
2: uh, rocket company, Blue Origin. Now, if you've ever wondered... The, do they are they making ballistic missiles with nuclear weapons? I think we 're going to find out soon enough because the war between Amazon and Google seems to have entered a much more active and darker phase uh, So uh, Google has now barred YouTube uh, from running on the Amazon Fire and the Amazon Echo devices. Uh, Google said uh, – and after pulling support, I meaning that it just simply doesn't work anymore. Uh, so they say – the Google statement has been, uh, we've been trying to reach agreement with Amazon to give consumers access to each other's products and services. But Amazon doesn't carry Google products like Chromecast and Google Home, doesn't make Prime Video available for Google Cast users, and last month stopped selling some of Nest's latest products <laughs> given – Given this lack of reciprocity, we are no longer supporting YouTube on Echo Show and Fire TV. Oh. We hope we can reach an agreement to resolve these issues soon. This is unquote.
1: so childish. I know Child playgrounds.
2: Politics. It's
1: been, well, again, he took his like he went
2: home. It's, it's,
1: so, he won't put his security camera on my website.
2: <laughs> well, so so basically, you're, you're just like international politics, only with again without the armies and nuclear missiles. Uh, but if you, you you can't deny that Amazon has been his historically Mm -hmm. Mm kind of being cute about google uh for years they have been like dropping amazon uh, competitive google products are competitive with amazon products they don't feature them in
1: any of the smart home uh outlets they do any like the hubs they don't feature like google products Oh they so. not
2: only they don't they don't they don't just not feature them they don't even carry them in the store they have a uh, I yeah. uh, I was I decided <laughs> uh with perfect timing like a week after realizing that the Google Home Mini was still on sale for 29 bucks I finally said oh, okay we actually I guess it would be nice to have one of these and so went on Amazon cuz I had Amazon credits yeah. and of course the, of course the search took me directly to uh, the Amazon Echo dot I so oh, well, haha very very funny but no you can't find it anywhere uh recently they dropped support for they dropped carrying all the nest products so no nest cameras no nest uh thermostats uh they did that <laughs> coincidentally just after Amazon decided uh, d- basically uh told Google uh, co- told Amazon they were being very very naughty for how they were implementing uh support for YouTube they were created they created a custom YouTube app that basically gave a custom view of youtube so no subscriptions no none of the features that people are used to across official youtube apps and when google said no i guess we're i guess we're not going to let this app run we're not going to let youtube play through this app they decided to well you can't stop a web a website from opening it. So now we're going to create just a web wrapper for YouTube. Uh, and again, not only did they create that uh, that app and deploy it, they also at the same time drop i-frame. all Nest products. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Use so an iframe
1: for YouTube. <laughs> God. Yeah.
2: It was. It was very. It was. It was. It wasn't it's a positive a 1997 thing.
1: 1997 up in here, everyone.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then so, but, so, and so the Amazon, of course. So Google then responded by saying, "Guess what? We can basically say that anything that identifies itself as an Amazon device is dead to YouTube. Dead, I say." And Amazon responded to all this stuff saying, uh, "Quote, Echo Show and Fire TV. Oh no, I, I'm sorry. I have to do the voice." <sighs> Echo Show and Fire TV now display a standard web view of YouTube.com and point customers directly to YouTube's existing website. Google is setting a disappointing precedent by selectively blocking customer access to an open open website we we hope to resolve this with google as soon as possible oh my god passive aggressive (laughs) this is like when this is the point of thanksgiving where one of your relatives winds up wearing the contents of whatever dishes in front of you saying that you know maybe you're not upset at me for saying you don't have a real job and you don't have a husband you don't have kids and maybe you're upset at yourself for not being a responsible adult like no, maybe I'm going to throw this plate of jelly stuff at your head. Not exactly. That, that was the most. That was the most screwy, passive aggressive. And so this is this is going to end in fire, and not the Amazon Fire
0: TV. This is going to end in actual fire. It's. I don't yeah it, it it's so petty when like billion dollar companies are like doing this to each other and I I know it's a cliche but guess who loses it out it's us the consumer like you don't get yeah. to buy your google stuff on amazon.com you don't get to watch your youtube on a fire tv which from both perspectives seems ridiculous like if if Google can get everything it wants on the Amazon platform then why not be there? It's like another a big platform for Google to be on and conversely if Amazon can sell a whole bunch of Google products and make money doing it like I know you're making competing products but it just feels like we as the consumer are losing out here over something that I'm sure it makes a lot of sense to the managers involved who are sitting there like in the room just escalating things. They're like, fine, you can do that? Put in a web view. What, what happens when I press this button and the thing disappears? And they're like, oh, you're gonna do that? Watch me press this button on the Amazon store. Now your product's gone. What do you think of that? Mm. And the, the person on there is, other Wow, watch me do this. And it's just like, why? Why? Why are you doing this? Like, yeah. It just makes no sense.
2: But but it really it really is both of these companies throwing the biggest rock they possibly can. Amazon people this is where people come to spend money and buy things. So if Amazon is saying we're not carrying any Google branded products or any Nest branded products, that is one hell of a salvo and one of the one of the most uh, effective ways of making a product that has a screen on it irrelevant particularly to kids is to make sure it can't work with YouTube because it's, <laughs> how many, how many times we're, we're we're none of us teenagers anymore. But and so, how many times have you like just been in, in your daily like news feed? You find oh my god, what a scandal! Uh Amasuba has uh, uh, the host of the popular Amasuba new uh, game channel has been arrested for you know, for drinking underage. Like who who is Amasuba? And you do a Google search, like oh he he made seven million dollars off his YouTube channel last year, and he's got twelve he got twelve point eight million subscribers, none above the age of thirteen. Uh, it's, that's a pretty big rock for Google to say. So guess what? Your, that screen is going to be great for getting the weather. If people Although ask for the weather, fair. they're going yeah.
1: <laughs> to see. To be fair, the YouTube kids app wasn't exactly bringing all of the greatest content to the board. So maybe. Valid
2: point.
0: Maybe <laughs> Valid
1: Amazon <laughs> spared some children out there. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'll oh, uh, t- <laughs> t- tell you
0: what, as a as a dad who's got two youngish kids, sort of around the, the 10 sort of age. Um. They, they don't know what TV is. It, it's pretty much just YouTube and the clips they can find on YouTube. And we went to like a sold-out event by this British guy I'd never heard of in my life, Dan TDM, sold out like stadiums all around Australia and he's just some guy on YouTube. He's he makes, just
1: like. a YouTube star?
0: I kid you not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to this little thing. I'm like, no, no, we're going to like the biggest entertainment venue in this city oh. that hosts like rock concerts and stuff. And that's where all these 13-year-old kids are like turning up to see, to see this famous YouTube. I'm like, okay, I get it now. This is like this is the modern media industry. You know, when we when we all get old and we all inevitably die, Netflix is just gonna disappear and YouTube's gonna be like the, the dominant force in the world. So this feels like a dispute that, yeah, Amazon kinda wants to sort out if they can, because they're gonna potentially end up with the wrong side of this.
1: I just think it's also really bad for Google because Google needs to be in the Amazon store. It needs to be there because where do parents shop? Parents shop in the Amazon.com store. That's where my dad, ever since he discovered Prime, that's his (laughs) lifeblood now. My father gets things delivered everywhere around the world because of his Amazon Prime. And you know... To my chagrin, unfortunately, he adopted into the fire ecosystem. But guess what, guys? He didn't even know Google was making a thing because it wasn't being surfaced in the Amazon store pages. So I don't know. I just think this is absolutely silly and foolish. um, but It's also totally expected. I mean, just look at the price drops that they both did for their respective smart speakers like this holiday season. They're the exact same price. And here's the thing. Like, technically, on one level, I think Alexa is a little more – I probably shouldn't have said that word. (laughs) Sorry. Um, (laughs) Alyosha. I I hardly ever live with it, so I forget that that's the phrase you have to say, not something before it. (laughs) Um. You know, I think technically Amazon's variant has more skills and like plugins than Google Assistant, but like basically they both do the same thing on par. Um, You know, one just sounds slightly better than the other, and that really depends on your own ear. But it's just like this race to sell this ecosystem of stuff. And so now I'm thinking like either be friends and sell each other's products or just commit. Commit to the full on ecosystem war. If you're going to do this, I want to see you both go in hard. I I don't want any of this. Like, I want both of them to just go Apple, just go full Apple. If this is what they're going to do, fine. Fine. Just commit to it.
2: (laughs) Or just, (laughs) hey, look, you two, just admit that you love each other, okay? Enough of this. Will they or won't they? Just kiss already. Take a weekend on the cake, God. Yeah. You know, my parents are
1: Apple, or my parents are. My parent is not Apple. Apple is the uncle <laughs> I never want to see. Uh, my parents yeah. are Google and Amazon. These are the two companies I live with. These are the two conglomerates. Yeah.
0: I've got okay. a solution for them. I don't know if you two remember when Taylor Swift was fighting with Apple over some kind of Apple Music uh, streaming licensing type thing. And eventually when they sorted it out, what they do, they made a commercial together. So we just need uh, Amazon and Google to get together make like a really nice commercial. That's a maybe, great maybe, idea. Maybe one of them could like fall off a treadmill or something and then like, you know, it'd be like, ha, ha. That's a, that's an excellent point, and that's you know an who can make idea. this happen?
2: Only one person, Oprah. Oh, remember it's that yes. Super so Bowl that Super Bowl commercial? The only time you ever saw Jay Leno and David Letterman together on the same sofa in a commercial. It's true. Oprah acting as the mediator.
1: It's true. But Oprah, her favorite free- things, her favorite things are on Amazon. She is an Amazon affiliate. So Perfect. if Perfect. anybody could bring them together, exactly, it has to be Oprah who says. I don't just want the Amazon Echo dot as the smart speaker to get on my favorite things list this year. I also want the Google Home Mini in coral over here because I feel (gasps) she's. And then the two devices sing together.
0: They are sitting on her couch and they're just like, talk, it's perfect. I can see ad executives. I don't know how you not all over this.
2: Smile (laughs) on your brother. Everybody get together. Try to love one another right now. Beep. I couldn't find anything for come on people now. here are here's what Wikipedia has to. oh, dang it, why did why did Siri have to be be listening in on that conversation?
0: Uh, yeah
1: it is it is just two conglomerates fighting, but hey, on the plus side, at least Google does some cute stuff um, that it can lord over Amazon like Google doodle. <laughs> I don't see Amazon got any doodles. Uh, So what's this one? This is celebrating 50 years of kids coding. Oh my gosh. That's really cute. So this was a coding game created by the doodle team, the Google doodle team uh, and the Blockly team and researchers from the MIT scratch project. And scratch is a kid-friendly development environment for creating interactive stories and games. So that is neat. And if you have kids out there, I guess this is something. This is something they can use. Yes.
2: Yeah. It, it was it basically. It, it was a. I, I gotta say, I wasted so much time when this appeared because every time I should, I should just just know that when I do when I open up a new tab in in Chrome and I see that the do, whatever the doodle is has like a play button, like don't push that button unless it's the end <laughs> of the day, uh, because they yeah. basically <laughs> they created something that looks like a combination of Qbert, Monument Valley. And oh, like so an object oriented, f- object oriented programming kit. You saw essentially like when those orthographic like a uh, uh, cat uh, who has to move like square by square by square like an orthographic sort of 3D sort of thing. And the way you do it is by programming, creating a program that the cat has to follow. And you do this by dragging individual blocks from a little tray underneath you know, the Andy, little kitty cat's world
1: furry friend.
2: Okay, that's that's right. I'm sorry. I I, I was imposing. I was imposing my Western-oriented goals, uh, identities on it. Whatever, whatever that. I will let. I, I, will, I will listen. I I will listen. I will let it tell me what it what what it is. Uh, but the but the but it was really really cool because it was just it would get you through programming concepts like instead of talking instead of it's sort of tricking you into learning by simply saying well you make the you're giving the 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 whatever it is a list of instructions the list of what to do and but and you can have it move forward by dragging this into the little box so you drag it into the box and the cat the, the thingy moves hops forward one so if you put three in there it'll hop forward three so that's great now here's one they'll get it turned turn to the right and you. So I can make it go hop hop turn to the right, hop, hop, turn to the right, hop hop to get through the the little maze that it's created for itself. And then cool things like now it says now here's how you here's how loops are doing, where you can kept, you can put like the you know hop hop turn inside like a loop and type in oh make do this four times and now the bunny will do like an entire square. And I was I was like 10 or 15 minutes into this before I realized that don't you have to catch a train in like 20 minutes <laughs> yeah, and we're just say. going to damn it cuz it really is cuz you do find yourself saying if all i have if all i have are loops and these two primitives how would i get it to follow that path okay well first of all i wouldn't just do a can. what what's going to be my loop structure like duh, 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 duh. Pack, get, you need to shave, you need to get your charger, you need to get the. And I like, can't imagine how cool it would be to be a kid and just be playing with this. Uh, I, I really, it really did, did make me a little bit resentful because kids learn such powerful object oriented programming models and they're so well primed for going into. Uh, going into more high level languages, where I mean, I remember growing up with with uh, Basic on the Apple II. I think my, my very, as a really young kid, my first computer was an Apple II Plus, which did not even have upper and lower case. And of course, no no text editor, it was just like backspacing and deleting everything you did and having to type it all over again. And it's like, and but nonetheless, it was cool enough that I. You know, I I toughed my way through it and became an assembly language programmer and have been writing code ever since. But oh my God, it must be part of the fun of being a parent must be saying, I don't want to I don't want to let on that I think this is cool because then they will have to rebel against it. But I would love to watch kid I would love to watch a little kid learn stuff through
0: methods like this and see where it takes them.
1: <laughs> I would love for this to be in schools.
0: Yeah, they, they do actually, I don't know if it's just schools in Australia, but they do a ton of stuff like this in schools that's really fascinating. They've got um, different sort of kits and things where they plug things in together and it's all based on the, the same kind of thing. Like if you can figure out some basic sort of logic patterns, then you can get kids to do super cool things. I don't know if anyone's around my age and they remember being at um, high school or university and we used to program a little green turtle I think it was called Logo. The little little green turtle would draw lines and you draw lines with the turtle. And it was the most exciting thing in the world, everybody, because the turtle was drawing lines on a a black screen. You're like, look, I drew a line. I am a programming god. And It was a
2: digital spirograph because all turns and moves were relative to the turtle's point of view. So if you just said, go forward 20, turn right 10 degrees and do it again...
0: And just loop 160 times, like,
2: oh my god, he's doing like a, he's drawing a flower. Oh my god, yay! My turtle is awesome.
0: That that was one talented turtle. And I, I will also say, if you've ever wondered what programmers like me do uh, during the day, it's pretty much just this without the visuals. I kind of wish we had the the fancy visuals to go along with it. Because how rewarding would it be instead of coding like you know some database layer of like an app that no one's ever going to see? If you could like start typing, and then you know like little furry creatures like running along and bumping into things, and be like, oh no no no, you put the thing wrong in the database. He smacked his head into. Oh, okay, turn left. Go here. Like, yeah, I need some visuals. Well, you,
2: you know how we always say that, or excuse me, I at least always say that the the perfect Google product is the exact point of intersection between extremely cool and extremely creepy. What if they decided that we we really need a we what we really need is like a uh, a brand new like uh, uh double entry bookkeeping accounting software as a as a as a Google app, but we don't have the resources <laughs> to do it. They could just. Basically, all, they 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 make this game for kids. Where hey, now get the Outsource kitty from here to, to children? over there.
1: Is that what yeah. you're just, suggesting? And, every,
2: and, so, and so you've got tens of thousands of kids. They're just trying to get the kitty from here to there. They don't know that they're doing, oh, you've just created a data structure for how we're how we're going to be calculating taxes that go from one state to another be state. Be
1: careful. You guys are giving ideas to no, like no, companies they've, right, they've right now. They've already
2: done pre- this. I don't know if you remember that there's a you precedent think, to You think this. I
0: don't want a free accounting system? Go, Google. <laughs> go. I don't have any kids for you to exploit. Find but- some children. <laughs> But they did this with the whole, do you remember that they created this two-player game where you try and guess the image before the other person and all they're actually trying to get you to do is categorize images. Like back in the day they did the same thing for a whole bunch of different things. I I don't see, I actually want the kids programming um, maybe like, um, or what do you call it, like automated driving. Like I I want the AI that goes into cars to be programmed by kids so you can just give them like really simple like (laughs) here's a car on a road, what do I do next? And just just have thousands of kids like program that
2: it'll be a new captcha. Does it look like this bicyclist is going to be turning left or is it going to be encroaching into your lane? You must answer in the next point one seven seconds. But a seconds. kid can't
1: answer that. Kids can't drive.
2: Our kids be smart, yeah. I mean, I guess. They're learning how, they're learning how to program, for heaven's sake.
1: I know. Um, well, that's fun. So if you want to go check that out, uh, you can, I guess you could go to Google.com. You could just Google Google Doodle <laughs> and then <laughs> find it from there.
2: We will have actually Google.com slash doodle slash celebrating fifty years of kids coding, or you could just go to yeah. our wonderful, wonderful show site at relay.fm slash material. Yes, we will link it we'll for you in the show to the You'll find links to everything related to this and other
1: we will encouraging link it. things we said. And also last little fun fact is that this is apparently computer science education week. Ooh. So, I should learn some
0: computer science. So, if you want to educate me, a computer scientist, please turn up at my workplace and, and tell me what I'm doing wrong. Is that what I assume? That's what this week's about. Yes, no? okay. that's
1: exactly no. what this
0: I week feel, is well, about. I, I, I,
2: I, I, my, my computer science education was very good, but it was in the late '80s, early '90s. I don't even know if N equals NP anymore. So, I should probably go back and find out what's happened in the last in academia in the past like 20 years about computer science i do, I feel like i'm a computer science adjacent person as opposed to a computer scientist now
1: and i just have a degree in journalism and on that note everyone <laughs> thank you for joining us everyone this week uh if you would like to know more about me well, I really need to update my website. So until then until still then, you can follow me on Twitter at O oh That Flow, on Snapchat at O oh That Flow, and on Instagram at O oh That Flow. There's no W at the end of that. So please do not add an w because that hurts <laughs> me uh russell where can people
0: find you you can find me at rusty shelf on twitter where this week i accidentally a surface book too sorry kids um potentially i want to write a blog post about that in a few weeks time as well uh, maybe you can find that at i think Rustyshelf.org is where the blog is what about yourself andy uh as usual, you can uh as usual you can see me
2: by on Twitter and on Instagram and on my blog by uh spelling my last name, I H N as in Nancy, A T as and Tom K O, or you can write the things I write about technology for pay at the Chicago Sun Times site, suntimes.com. Uh I was hoping to close by saying what amusing thing that oh that flow with a W.com points to. Turns out that that is that is still
0: available. So uh, oh. <laughs> lock that down,
1: uh, I already own florencelion.com. It's fine. I think I own Flowion.com. If you don't
0: buy this, I will. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I see. I, I was. I would have laid money that was some sort of like a plumber, pl, uh, plumber site. No, <laughs> oh, that's like, a good one. Know, like low flow, low flow toilets and low flow like, accessories and Andy, that's you know, a great
1: idea. Opens, for a, for a for a plumber. Oh, that flow. Of water, it
2: practically monetizes itself.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, so we there's could, a free we could be
2: one of those. We that. could be one of those losers that when we type in like a, uh, when we type in a domain like like uh, uh, writers who play you'll find well this is t- you go to you, you go to one of the like a uh, website one of the URL, so, excuse me domain uh, domain sites and it'll say oh well, that's been taken but that person will sell it to you for five thousand dollars saying i'm you're, someone bought that someone bought that just to hold on to that it's like it's not even a good one it's like writers who play the oboe who's gonna use that like i'm just gonna change something else and do it for f- anyway
1: sorry. <clears throat> if you're a writer who plays the oboe Send us, send us an email, which you can do at relay.fm slash material. Uh, Or if you're a writer and, or maybe you're not a writer, maybe you're just a person who would like to support us a little bit more. Don't forget we have memberships, which includes some bonus episodes a couple times of the year. And you're supporting us, which we absolutely appreciate because we love all of you. And we hope that all of you have a wonderful rest of the week. And until next time. (laughs) Don't (laughs)